Sound of Truth starts now. Welcome to Sound of Truth Weekly Interview as we seek to inform, inspire, and encourage you in your walk with Christ through engaging interviews of ordinary people in whom God is doing an extraordinary work. I'm your host, Brett Morani, and I'm excited that you've chosen to join us. Trevor McKinney from Aiken, Illinois, an outlying community of Benton, Illinois, my hometown, and the kids from Aiken come into Benton for high school, so Trevor's also a graduate of Benton High School. He graduated a few years after me, and actually several years after me, but I found out about this young man through social media and through mutual friends because um, of his fishing adventures. Trevor is a recent graduate of McKendry University, where he competed on the fishing team for McKendry, and in which he was in that uh, role able to compete on the national level and is the most recent, or I guess I should say he is the reigning collegiate fishing champion. Now, I'm sure he'll give us the exact language for that in just a moment, but he's a follower of Jesus Christ, raised in a Christian home, and I reached out to him, and he was willing to come on the podcast. So, Trevor, welcome to Sound of Truth. We're so glad to have you on the program. I'm happy to be on here. I appreciate you having me, and uh, I'm excited to share what God's doing in my life through fishing, and it should be a good time. Excellent. Well, I know we're going to have a great time talking. Now, go ahead and just help me out with this language. Exactly what is your title as champion in terms of collegiately. I know this is not NCAA uh, sports uh, fishing at this point is not. Am I correct on that? So um, tell, tell me what, right. what exactly is you won and, and what your title is, is called for, for winning that. Yeah. So I actually won what they would call the Bassmaster College Bracket. So I'm the Bassmaster College Bracket champion. Excellent. Excellent. Well, congratulations on that. I'm sure that was a lot of hard work to get you there, just as in any competitive sport. Turns out you uh, had a comp- wasn't the runner-up one of your teammates? He was, yeah. My actually, my fishing partner um, for really the last three years was who I fished against to to win the tournament. So, wow. Now, how many schools at this point are competing in uh, collegiate competitive fishing? Um, really any school you can think of that is a major school and really a lot of smaller schools like McKendry um, where I went to and, and smaller schools like that, any fish or any school has a fishing team now. So fishing has grown really, and it's gotten really big. I mean, it's grown exponentially over the last several years in high school and at the college level. So, I mean, we fish against schools like Auburn, Texas A&M, um, all those big schools we fish against. Wow. Well, that's great. So, um, you competed for all four years at McKendry? I did, yep. All four years I was on the fishing team, and uh, I went to school to be a teacher. Um, I've always really enjoyed working with kids. So McKendry has one of the best education programs in the state and really in the United States. I mean, they have a really good education program. So really caught my eye, and uh, enjoying fishing, and it had the career path that I wanted to go. It was really a no-brainer on where I wanted to go to school at. And then to brag on our uh, our alma mater, Benton High School. We had a lot of success in high school, and that's really what brought attention from McKendry University. Their fishing coach reached out to me, and uh, like I said, it was a no-brainer, and that's why I ended up going to school at. Um, but it all started at the high school level. I, I mean, obviously, Benton has done incredibly well. Um, yeah, it started like – they started a team right before I came into high school. But when I came into high school, um, 
my freshman year, me and my fishing partner, we really took what was a small team and really we advanced it into going to all the tournaments that we could go to, and we really became serious about it. So I would say um, 2014 to 2016 was really where we started really branching out and fishing big tournaments and really started growing as a fishing team. Now, they also have a high school national championship through Bassmaster or through something, don't they? It is through Bassmaster, yes. And what year did Benton High School win the national championship as a team? Um, so me and my partner, we got second in the national championship. We got third and we got fifth. And that's out of like 250 teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we had three really top finishes. We won the state championship multiple times. We had a lot of success in high school, and that's really what brought attention from McKinder University. Their fishing coach reached out to me, and uh, like I said, it was a no-brainer, and that's why I ended up going to school at. Um, but it all started at the high school level. Yeah. Now, I was thinking, see, one of my classmates, their son, went to Houston to compete, and I thought that year the the Rangers won. That's our, of course, uh, mascot for or high school, the Benton Rangers, uh, I thought I remember seeing that they won the national championship. It was Cody Miles and Jordan Bowen, I believe you're talking about. They won uh, first place in the Bassmaster College Classic, is what they call it. Me and my partner, we actually won the high school classic as well. Um, but it's not like the national championship's a lot more prestigious, I would say. Um, the high school classic, you're only fishing against 10 other teams. And it's, oh. invite only. it's invite only. So it is really prestigious because it's invite only. Um, yeah. But you're only fishing is 10 teams rather than 250. Gotcha. Okay. So you're educating me on this because I, I, this is, this is good to learn. Uh, we'll talk more about professional fishing near the end of our time together, but let's, let's go ahead and backtrack now that we've hopefully interested our audience in who you are and what you've accomplished in, in your young life, um, in high school and college. Let's, let's go back to your upbringing and talk about how you became a follower of Jesus Christ. You were raised in a Christian home. Go ahead and just share with us the background with your parents, how they got to church, um, and, and, and how they really gave their lives to the Lord and then how they raised you all. Yeah. You know, when I was like, eight years old, my mom and dad were struggling in their marriage, um, as most couples do in their marriage. And, uh, you know, without Christ, it's hard to make a marriage happen. And, uh, they actually started going to church and God saved their marriage. Um, and it was really a blessing because it introduced them and my whole family, um, to Christ. Hmm. Um, so that was when I was like eight years old and, you know, started going to church, but I was going because my parents went and I didn't really have a relationship with Christ at a young age. And really about eighth grade was when I really got active with my youth group. Um, I had an opportunity to actually preach to my youth group. And I really started beginning to have a really close relationship with Christ. And, yeah, like I said, eighth grade was probably when I really started having that relationship. I had been baptized, but, uh, like I said, I didn't really have that strong relationship with Christ that I gained when I started going to church with my youth group. And after that, I went into high school. Um, stayed with our youth group, went to college, and I've continued to go to church and continued the relationship with Christ. And uh, he's really done some amazing things in my life. So um, I'm so glad that God saved my parents' marriage. Um, 
God. My parents introduced me to Christ, and uh, I'm an happy Christian now, and I'm proud of it. Amen. Uh, transitioning now back to, I guess, the subject of fishing, but also keeping the spiritual uh, aspect in play. Um, how would you describe how the Lord has blessed you in your fishing endeavors and how you have learned that your faith impacts uh, your pursuit of uh, success and excellence in, in fishing? Yeah, so, um, I mean, going back into high school, we had... God bless us. I mean, really beyond belief in high school. And I believe there's something really spiritual about fishing. I mean, we even look back in the Bible days. There's always been something spiritual about fishing, I believe. Mm-hmm. And some of my closest moments with Christ have all been fishing. I mean, I've had some close moments with Christ on other instances, of course. But I can look at several of the closest moments that I felt I was really there with God and he was with me and uh they were all during fishing. And, uh, I mean, I keep faith first in fishing. Um, every day I pray for God's protection. Lord, just protect me. Show me your way. And uh, I think if we ask, we receive. And I don't think it's always your time to win. I mean, I haven't won every time that I've ever fished in my life. But I feel like the tournaments that I've won, I've been on a level that no one else was on. I mean, God has been with me. Um, I've seen him do things in my life and through fishing and through some tournaments that I've won that there's just no doubt it was God. And uh, he's been there with me, you know, since the beginning. And um, just for example, some of the moments recently, um, like we talked about, I won the Bassmaster College Classic Bracket. And really, it's one of the most prestigious, hardest tournaments to qualify in college. So just to qualify was really prestigious and an awesome opportunity. And to qualify for that tournament, my partner, his truck and boat got towed while we were going to Florida to fish the Harris Channel Lakes. So we're driving down, we're all excited, and as we pull into the hotel after driving 16 hours, um, a woman hit his truck going 60 mile an hour and just totaled his boat and his truck. <sighs> so, you know, without Christ, you would, uh, you would really be upset and uh, disheartened. And But, you know, God really took that as a blessing to us because we ended up with our four hours of practice that we had for that tournament we found the fish to really succeed in the tournament um and we had really a great tournament we took a disaster into a blessing so god really blessed us in that tournament so that qualified me for the college bracket and that was where i won everything that i'm doing now the boat the truck like the biggest tournament in bass fishing for collegiate anglers. So, so kinda, by winning that tournament, you won a boat and a truck. I did. I, I'm driving a brand new Toyota Tundra, and uh, I'm fixing out of a Nitro Z20, um, like a hundred and fifty thousand dollar rig, and I'm fishing out of it. <laughs> oh, that is amazing! Wow, that's spectacular. That that really set you up for where you're at today, didn't it? It did. It did. It was a really a stepping stone um, to set me up to where I'm at now. And there's no doubt in my mind that God has really got something going here because I've been able to witness to so many people this year. Um, I've had so many testimonies from things that have happened, and it's really brought me a lot of attention that I wouldn't have gotten had we not won that tournament. And uh, mm. like I said, I think God's really got something planned, and he's really got something 
uh, working up here, and I'm excited to see what it is. That's great. You mentioned that you pray for protection. I never really thought of needing protection as a fisherman, but from what I understand, there is a need of protection in, in fishing, and you have actually experienced one of the dangers of fishing more than one occasion. you want to talk about that? Yeah. So I've been struck by lightning twice in the last like five years. So it's not something we think about. We walk outside, and there's a storm. You don't really think you're going to get struck by lightning. But um, it's kind of shown me the importance of prayer and why we pray in the morning. Um, and it kind of makes me think about um, praying for a meal. You know, we eat two or three times a day. Um, we pray before we eat every time. Um, but until you get sick, you don't realize why you pray, you know? Mm. And when you pray for protection day after day after day and, and you're safe, you don't really think about how God's got his hands on you. But when something like getting struck by lightning happens, it really makes you realize why you pray. And there's no doubt in my mind that God had his hand on me and my partner, Blake Jackson, when we got struck by lightning a few weeks ago. Um, you know, it was just a little storm blew through and we were trying to get back to the ramp of safety and out of nowhere, a lightning bolt just came straight down and uh, just nailed us while we were running down the lake. So that's something that... That was, you said, one month ago? That was about a month ago, yes. Okay, and prior to that, when was the other occasion? The other occasion was about five or six years ago. Um, I was a senior in high school. Uh, We were on Kentucky Lake fishing and the same thing happened. We got trapped by a storm we tried to seek shelter and safety so we ran up under this boat dock on the lake and uh, as we got to it i kind of grabbed onto the dock to pull us up under it and a lightning bolt came and nailed the dock and went straight through me and took me to the ground straight to my knees i i blacked out for a second i didn't know what was happening um it was really scary but like i said it makes you makes me realize why we pray every day um I'm outdoors every day and things can happen, but I feel like if you pray for God's protection and, and have the Lord with you at all times and keep him first and everything, he's, he keeps you safe and he's always got a hand on you. Mm, that's good. Appreciate you sharing that. Now, the second time you got struck by lightning, it hit your boat, right? Or I guess struck you guys on the boat, struck struck y'all really, right? Yes. Yes. And what so, if you don't mind me asking, you're you're only like the second friend I've ever talked to about getting struck by lightning. I got another friend of mine who was struck by lightning on the beach one day when they were trying to leave the beach when a storm came up on them. From if my memory serves, this is several years ago. If my memory serves me correctly, he was hospitalized and the guy next to him was killed. Um, it's it's got to be an incredibly harrowing experience. So what about this second time around? What was it like for you physically, and how did you know you'd been struck by lightning? Yeah, so. We were running across the lake in my bass boat, and we were going about 60 mile an hour down the lake. And it started to rain, so my, my partner, Blake Jackson, he kind of stood up under the, the bow of the boat so he could get his face out of the rain. So he's looking right at me as we're running down the lake. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's this really loud bang. And uh, it was like all you could see was white light. It was like it was right on your eyes. And he said he was looking right at me, and it looked like the lightning bolt came down and just hit me right in the shoulder. Um, and that's what it looked like to me, too. I mean, it was right in my eyes. I couldn't see nothing. Um, and this is as we're running 60 mile an hour down the lake. Wow. So it just kind of <laughs> put me in a daze, to be honest. It, it struck me, and it went through my body, through the seat I was sitting in. Um, my hands were shaking. 
right afterwards. My chest was hurting. Um, and I actually, the second time I went, my partner drove me back to the ramp and there was EMS that came to the ramp and, uh, they put me on a heart monitor, um, checked me out. Um, and it was scary because like I said, my chest was hurting. I was numb. My hands were shaking. Um, it was, I just felt really off. I didn't feel right. So we thought it was best to go get checked out by an EMS. They checked me out. Yep. I ended up, uh, being okay. And, like I said, I feel like God had his hand on me the whole time, and I'm thankful for that. I live another day. Well, I'm I'm thankful for that, that you have lived another day to to live for the Lord and experience his grace and mercy and kindness and for you to continue uh, pursuing all things that are good in life, so including your uh, fishing adventures. So, um, so tell us, if you don't mind, um, you know, you also made reference to, so there's another topic I kind of want to, subtopic here I want to hit on relating to spiritual matters and fishing, and that is you made reference to the fact that fishing is mentioned a lot in the scriptures, which is definitely the truth. Um, and Jesus, some of his disciples were were uh, fishermen, and Jesus uses the uh, fishing imagery as a, illustration or a metaphor for what he wants to do in our lives in terms of impacting others with the gospel. In Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 and 19, Jesus, in calling out a couple of his disciples, he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And then the Bible says they dropped their nets and they followed Jesus. So God is not calling you away from fishing, of course. He has put that in your life as a, a gift to you. Uh, for something for you to enjoy and to pursue. Uh, but it's also something that I believe God can use you in, as it sounds like he's already doing, to uh, fish for men. You want to share a little bit about that in your life as well? Yeah, 100%. So right down the side of my boat, I've got a really nice, like I said, a nice wrap truck and boat. And right down the side, um, I've got Proverbs 3, verse 5 on there. Um, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Um and every person who gets in my boat sees that. And that's just a really good opportunity for me to witness to people. And it's been a really good opportunity this year for me to talk to people about Christ and uh, to witness. Like I said, I've actually met three or four people this year that I've become good friends with who are fellow Christians and have a relationship with Christ. And it's been a really good opportunity for me to share the gospel with people and share my story. And like I said, I'm going to say this multiple times. I feel like this has all been God's plan to begin with. Um, this is what I prayed for my whole life, and I feel like God has had a plan this whole time, and it's all coming together, and I feel like he's got a place in the fishing industry for me to share to other people my story, to witness to them, and uh, I've really seen that happening this year. Well, man, that is so exciting. I'm, I'm really thrilled to hear how the Lord is opening up doors for you to share your faith with others through your success in this uh, competitive fishing. I am a stranger in this land, but I won't be here long. Somebody's All right, it's been great talking to Trevor McKinney. We're going to have him back next week on the program as well, so look forward to that. Join us again next week on Sound of Truth. You'll get to hear more from Trevor McKinney. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with your friends. 
Thanks. The music is by Canon and is used with permission. This podcast is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2021.